Ramble. I woke up with a hmm. hang. I woke up in the middle of the night. My hangnail was so bad it <laughs> I woke me up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I woke up drunk. Is, that, is a toe hangnail? Yeah, and Did I it woke, get caught on the the, the covers. I don't, and I woke up and it just was so painful it kept me up. I think it like it, when your bl- feet swell when you're sleeping because your blood flow is different. Is that a thing? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I made it up. But you said it, it confidently. I'm I into said, it. I said it confidently. That hurt a lot. That sucks. Yeah. So what, how's your toe doing now? Now I put a little Neosporin on it and it's nah, feeling nah, a nah, little nah. bit better, but it did keep me up. It was uh, What what was the beginning of your nail? <laughs> this can't be the beginning. Yeah, no, this is a cold open. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> like this guy. Did you snag it? I don't want to learn about Miles' toe. I was kind of like, you know, messing with my toes as mm. I want to do. Oh, so you brought this on yourself. I brought it on myself. Well, now it's gross. Yeah, and I just... <laughs> Now it's a gross thing. <laughs> yeah, if it just if you st- if you're like, why is this the opening? Well, you know when I had the toe issue early, I diagnosed why it happened. I was jumping rope, so oh. I had started jumping rope like <laughs> at that month, and I was jumping rope like every day as part of my workout, and I was like trying to challenge myself to like jump rope like a thousand jumps, like fifteen hundred <laughs> jumps, and that much That's sudden jumping jumps. on my toes. Uh, I it gave me like an ingrown toenail because Whoa. you can't just jump on your toes all day long, apparently. But I was, I was, apparently. it was something I was used to do as a child. I forgot that I was on the jump rope, the jump rope club in elementary school, and I did jump rope for heart. I'm sorry, jump rope club. Yeah, we did a little show. <laughs> we would like do what? do jump roping shows to music in the gym. What kind of song? Oh, I'm sure it was like, everybody get up. It's time to slam now. It's just a popular song that elementary school students at the time wanted to jump rope to. But you go out and you jump and then yeah. people would like, like me me and four people would go out and we do crisscrosses for like oh, 20 shit. jumps. Was and this then, like double dutch? Did you have the whole like two? So at, yeah, so the show would start with everybody kind of <laughs> jumping together. So you'd have like 20 kids jumping, hopefully in sync. And then like like they kind of spread out and some people wait on the side and then some people do some cool tricks that they've been assigned. Mm-hmm. And then it moves into like the big one jump and people are doing tricks in the one jump. And then it moves into people doing double dutch. I, I feel a little betrayed right now because all of our relationship, <laughs> I thought that you were like an unathletic child like me. And now the more I know you, the more I realize that you were just great at all of the weird things well, that no one else wanted to do. <laughs> you juggle, you jump rope. What the fuck? He's actually very coordinated. Yeah. These are all athletics <laughs> presented as performances. Uh-huh. Right. You have to see that I was driven by performance. Yeah. So I would. I think Zach is still betrayed though. I, yeah. <laughs> it was about athleticism. I like know. performing. I just can't be coordinated. You know, he just, jump over the rope i'm very good at jumping rope i think it's awesome keith thanks yeah i i can jump up like Wait, 300 times that? in a row yeah. <laughs> wow. without like missing a jump. That's a lot. i find that very impressive, impressive. yeah do you yeah. think that if you uh made like soccer juggling as a performance that you would really dedicate yourself and and be like very good at it that's why i got into soccer at all really like, i would get <laughs> juggling our, our like coach would give us like okay when you come back if you can you know, keep it juggling for 10 this week, uh, you'll be the best juggler. And then mm-hmm. 20. And then it was like, if you can juggle 50 times in a row, I'll buy the team a pizza. So wow. that was my goal. It's like, okay, now I got a goal. Did you buy the team a pizza? No, I don't think I ever got to 50 yeah, in a row. I got to hard. like 30 or something in a, a row. Lot. Yeah. And I was pretty good at it. When you got done with the performance, would you feel like hot as shit? You'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> After like, the jump rope? Yeah, thing? you'd be like, in like, you're like sweating and you're like, yeah, all right. Yeah, because I was like, I was definitely one of the better jumpers. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm hearing you. I don't think I've ever seen anyone jump the way that you're describing. <laughs> no one at my school. I'm gonna tell you right now, you would have been the best jump roper in Heathcote Elementary. Yeah, regional. You'd win regional. You know, like I haven't dipped into this much, but you should. If anyone has an interest in seeing dope jump roping, there is a jump roping TikTok like vertical, and there are <laughs> oh, amazing sure. jump ropers. Oh yeah, like amazing jump ropers. What is it? You know, Maggie recently decided that she was gonna jump rope too, and I wonder if it was a conversation. It was fault. Maybe, but she bought. <laughs> A jump rope, and instead of just buying a jump rope, she bought a smart jump rope what? that has oh, a counter in it no. where it counts how many no. jumps you're doing. And Great I job, fucking roped her, and I'm Keep like, jumping. I've never seen you jump rope ever. You don't and need she jumps straight a to the smart, smart jump rope. Smart rope. And she's like, it literally costs $2 more. And I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's pretty that's good. good. Yeah. Well, that's worth it's it. good value. Yeah. But... But like but in what? principle, no. <laughs> what? Come on. Yeah, Becky bought a jump rope, I think, because she thought like that would be a good exercise. <laughs> but she bought one that was too big. Toe. So I was like, okay, well, it's not the right size for you, but it is the right size for me. So I'll jump rope. And I tried to show her how she could hold it to it would be the right size. And then she just bought herself a jump rope. Mm -hmm. And then I got in grown toenail. Now I don't jump rope anymore because I'm afraid of getting another grown toenail. Can you do wow. double unders? Yeah, like Yeah. Yeah, They're I can't so do those hard. forever. But if so I like hard. practice at them, I could start doing them more forever. Because I used to be able to go. Wow. What what else is there? Crisscross. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. And then there's a bunch of tricks that like you should be watching on YouTube because they aren't hard. You would like, <laughs> and this is like given to some of the children who maybe weren't as coordinated. You put both handles in your hand and you just go whoop. You just basically oh, draw big yeah. swoops on each side of your body. But if you're really good, you go swoop, swoop. Jump, swoop, nah. swoop, jump, I'm swoop, out. swoop, <laughs> jump. And then there's like doing like little foot tricks, like making your feet go like this as you jump. So like you're going mm -hmm. heel toe. So you're making your feet look cool. Uh, and then there's like jumping rope backwards. So you like can't see it coming. So that's a little trickier coordination. Well, welcome to Tripod. We're going to stay here. <laughs> jump roping. Right after this. I, you're giving me a flood of nostalgia for all of like the, the games playground. we would play. Yeah, playground games. You guys fuck with Foursquare. Oh, oh yeah, 100%. Oh, that Four game square. got intense. You guys don't yeah. even know how important Foursquare was in, in my life. It was big. big really? deal. <laughs> yeah. On the off chance people don't know Foursquare, you want to take it? Sure. Foursquare is game where there's four squares. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. You you want to be in Wait, square? You said five. One. You counted to five. <laughs> <laughs> I have a three year old. He loves counting to five. It's, it's a force of habit. Everything's five with that kid. One, two, three, four. You don't want to be in square four. You want to be in square one. Yeah. King square. How do you King get there? You work your way to the top. Work your way to the top. You you grind. You, you, yeah, mm -hmm. you got to hit the ball and bounce it in someone else's square. And then once it bounces, then they have to hit it into someone else's square. So and you, if they don't hit it and it bounces again anywhere, they're out. And everybody rotates up a square depending mm -hmm. on who got out. So yeah. if it's the yeah. fourth square, then just a new person comes in. Yeah. Or if you and only they have four people, suck. they say the same. They suck. Mm -hmm. In college, <laughs> the ISU theater department had has a four square court outside of it and like there's constantly Foursquare. It is like the sport of the <gasps> theater department at Illinois State University. I mean, it's very uh, it's active. Intense. And it's, it's intense. And, every, and it's like the one place where like all the tech theater students, all the ed educational theater students, all the active <laughs> students came together and we all, everyone bonded wow. over this. Such a diverse <laughs> group of theater <laughs> of students. Only theater. <laughs> yeah, very only theater people. Cool. Cool. It was with a, like a kickball, right? Yes. That kind of yeah. rubbery, yeah. big red Pung, ball. Yeah. It has the big boom. And if, you, if someone hits it and then you hit it before it hits the ground, then you're out, right? No, that's okay. 
oh, but then it has to go in. It has to stay in. Yes, if yeah, it goes out yeah. of bounds, mm-hmm. then it's on you. So it's mm-hmm. the ways to get mm-hmm. out are last one to touch it before it goes out of bounds, it hitting your square and then bouncing again without anyone touching it. So you can also be like a dick and just like let somebody get out. Like you could have saved them, but you decided not to because yeah. it like hit the corner and then went into your square. But if you let it bounce in your square, they're out, not well, you. I love the psychology mm. of Foursquare too mm. because there's cooperation and betrayal, yes. right? So because there's four people, <laughs> you're all trying to get to the top. It doesn't if if Keith is in the four, does me no good. Does yeah. me no good to get him out. No. So yeah. we're working together. Yeah. But he could turn on me at any second because yeah. I'm above him. Yeah. And right. we're all trying to get the king out. But then when there's a new king in town. Uh-oh. Oh. So, and, and I see you, there were themed uh, rounds. And the king got to decide the rules <gasps> for that round. So they might be like all, only feet. So you can only kick the oh, ball. That's fun. Or, or just Whoa. no hands, which means you can't <clears throat> use your chest and your head and like your butt and your feet. And then there was, mm. there was one-handed square. Uh, there's... Uh, we also had there's headbanger square where you can only use your head. <laughs> so funny. So most of these novel squares they don't last very long. Yeah. yeah. And they're almost a guaranteed way for the king to just get themselves out, Love and it. it'll be hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then uh, there's like, it was just such a big thing. There was a four square marathon fundraiser mm. where for four days there would constantly have to be a game of four square happening. Wow. So overnight, <gasps> so people Whoa. like would stay overnight. Or what? Or what would happen? Th- it would be over. Oh, the marathon fail, has fail to like fundraiser. If, so you have wow. to give all the money back. Actually, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, the charities. I yes. ended up being one of the the long haulers. So someone who would come in and do the night shift, <laughs> and you'd come in and you just play from like ten p.m. until five a.m. I'm not surprised. And then somebody comes in and relieves you. And then at some point you have lazy square where everybody's just, just sitting so down. He's so athletic. Am I crazy? He, he was playing a sport all <laughs> yeah. night long in college. He's a jock. Who's yeah, a jock? I guess so. Jockey Keith. Mm-hmm. But it was so fun. I love it's like square. Uh, it's kind of like spike ball is the uh, you know the more like uh-huh. yeah. elevated version of four square. Yeah. You guys played spike ball? So fun. A beach ball. game? Oh, it's great. I you got a little, it. a smaller ball, right? A little small ball, maybe of the size Wait, of a tennis ball. the one with the trampoline in the middle? Yeah, and there's yeah. a little... The baby trampoline. little baby trampoline. It's really like a, a net that has some give to it, but it's played in teams. Mm-hmm. And that two seems on like two. a newer game, right? It yes. is a new game. Yeah, it's a shark it. take game. No way. Somebody yeah. pitched it to Shark Tank. And became quite popular. There's spike ball TikTok that's pretty impressive. TikTok looks like it's like people it's, nailing spike ball. That, yeah, for sure. It's That's made awesome. its way into my feed. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's like people can dive because you can also like hit it way, way up and then like, you know, bop it. And, and then it's like volleyball rules where you can right. hit it three times. Three between oh. your two partners. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to hit you with another one. You guys ever play Gaga? Yo, my oh, God. Bro. Guard <laughs> them shins. Guard them shins. What is Gaga? All right. Gaga. <laughs> You'd play in like a gazebo for some a, a reason. Hexagon a hexagon or octagon. <laughs> and, and I feel like like very few places had, they had to have been built for Gaga or did they just take over gazebos? So when I ever played Gaga, <laughs> it was actually people made a Gaga court and they would put, make, build a wooden hexagon that was like a foot and a half tall. Yes. So they just took okay. pieces of wood. We'll I've never to heard it. of so, this so game. You, you, had, you know those really soft like plushy dodgeballs that you'd play in, in elementary school that mm-hmm. have a lot of uh-huh. give to them? Yeah. So... You basically, you just underhand roll them as fast as you fucking can and try and peg people's feet. And everyone's just jumping. So it's dodgeball on the ground. Dodgeball meets bowling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty exactly. much. When, where I played it, you couldn't pick up the ball. It was everyone, you had to have oh. your hands and fists and you could only hit the ball. Ooh. So you couldn't stop the gameplay. The, the ball's always moving and mm. you can like dribble it. 
like so you can move around. That's cool. And basically, you regulation you're, you're trying to hit someone <laughs> from below the knees, and that gets them out. And is there just one person, or no, is it a free two teams? No, there's like ten people in it, and it's every man for themselves. Oh, so you someone can hit you from behind? Yes. Yeah. There's like only one anything. ball, so no. you're like, oh, there's only one. Ball. I bet you're trying to use the angle of the hexagon or octagon to bounce Surprise it in a certain someone. way to hit someone behind mm-hmm. them. My, my memory of it was only playing when I was like ten and under, <laughs> and just two camp counselors wrecking kids, and they had like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, yes. just going as hard as they can. Be like special courts for this? I, I, in my memory, yeah. Yeah, I, I just, got ball. Now remember, I played. At 4-H camp. No way. And Look at this. It's like kids with like (laughs) these little things set up with like, they look like it's a horse carrier. It's amazing how children's games pass from community to community because we played Gaga. We played Foursquare. Like who's, who's bring, is it camp that brings all these games together? Definitely they're camp games. I remember like we got so into it at 4-H camp that everyone had like nicknames. Like there was a kid named (laughs) Grasshopper because he always jumped over the ball. Like that was his method of dodging. And that nickname went. It followed him everywhere. Yes, he was grasshopper. Because he was that grasshopper. Game was so important. 4-H camp is like one week long. <clears throat> yeah, and on the first two days, we all realized Gaga was the best game ever, and then uh-huh. we all just gave ourselves total <laughs> aliases only related to that. Uh, I I think I was. I, I think they just called me Habs because like that was just the short, yeah. the, the cool nickname. Mm-hmm. But there was grasshoppers. There was cat eyes. It was just a girl who we called Cat Eyes. For some yeah, reason. She was really hot. Now, yeah. Did you have Probably. any childhood nicknames? <laughs> childhood nicknames? Yeah, what'd they call you? Mm. What'd they call you, Ned, on the playground? They um, they called me Nedicus. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's why it was oh, your, yeah. your, your Twitter name for so long. Yeah. Nedicus, like Spartacus, but Ned. Nice. So it also <laughs> reminds good. me of an abacus. Nedicus. Like math. I, I called what? Abacus? I always thought it was an abacus because you're a math, math No, guy. no, it was like mm. a gladiator thing. Nebacus. Because you were like kicking kids off of the uh, playground. Kinda, like, no, I think Spartan just style. one kid that was a friend of mine had watched Spartacus like way too young. <laughs> and then, you know, that was like a nickname. They go and to- I liked it too. I was like... It sounds cool. They go to pick the baseball teams, and Ned starts to rise, but then someone else rises and goes, "I am Nedicus. Yeah, <laughs> I am Nedicus." And then it's like, "Well, guys, we need one person to be Nedicus." Should have been Nedekinizer. <laughs> <laughs> that one also would have worked. That would have been cool. As a child. Yeah, uh, but I don't know if I had any like nicknames that were related to my prowess at a certain thing. Mm-hmm. Like, they seldom are. They're they're usually like grasshopper. Kickdowns. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those cool kids. They call me the girth in high school. No. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> no. Why? Why? What? I don't explain. know. Please no, explain. Miles. I think that somebody I mean, made a joke about my. <laughs> yeah. Not... There's only one thing that is referred to in terms of girth. About my penis being girthy. Oh, and so they would call No one's like, girth. look at my girthy but it muscles. Wasn't, it wasn't. Look at that girthy <laughs> water bottle. The girth is a, an incredible word that is reserved. It is an adjective exclusively mm-hmm. yeah. about. It was not based on the size or girth of my actual wiener, I that. but it was just a rumor that got spread. I mean, perceived isn't wiener. like it's like a good thing though, right? I guess I felt good about it. Then they call people call me Bones in college. Oh, girthy Bones, Bones, that makes sense. Oh, bones, bones Senor, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And bones you also is a good name. Love the hit Emily Deschanel show. Yeah, I love Emily Deschanel. <laughs> the whole Deschanel oh. family, honestly. Yeah. Bones. 
Well, that brings us on to our next segment. Oh, it does? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently. Whoop, whoop, boner alert. Once boner. you hear Emily Deschanel, it's time to move, move it along. along. <laughs> right. She's pretty, though. Yeah. Her so, eyes. She, okay. Her eyes are so captivating. I that eyes. her as an actress. Um, so uh, this morning I tried to pick up Charlie Cold Foams for everybody, but Duncan was too busy. Charlie what? Charlie Cold Foam? What the fuck's that? It's Charlie D'Amelio's drink at Duncan. Oh. She, oh, she that would have been drink. a good segment in I this audio-only medium. Well, slurping, people oh, like. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, Duncan was too busy. So therefore, we're doing another segment called Minute to Win It. Oh. oh. Based on the popular TV show? Yeah, kind of. Mm. Oh, not really. But uh, this week, we're going to be given a single minute to pitch our most niche hobbies and or slash opinions, right? Give the people, hey, this is what this is, and then everyone else gets to discuss it for a few minutes without that person talking or being able to defend it. I like that. Okay. We're trying to convince each other that in it's one minute it. yeah. that what we think is pretty cool. Yeah, mm. pretty much. Yeah. It's a cool contest. Okay. <laughs> I got one. You got one? Keith, yeah. let me set the timer. Hang on here. Uh-oh. I don't even think I'll need a full minute. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. It's just a sentence. <laughs> and Keith, your minute starts now. You know, in life, we're so often not challenged enough in terms of like our own internal growth. And I suggest to everyone who wants to grow their brain and grow their skills and grow their confidence, learn an instrument. Oh. <gasps> Find an instrument you've always wanted to play, and uh, maybe it's a band instrument, maybe it's a guitar, but you can actually rent instruments for very cheap from music stores, guitar center, etc. You can rent it for a month, some of them for like 40 bucks, some some are like more like $100, but for a month, that's incredible. Give yourself a, a beginner book and just learn an instrument, and then you'll have that mm -hmm. confidence and the skill. It's going to teach you secretly, it's going to teach you math. Secretly, it's going to teach you just about music theory. You're going to understand the, the, the staff. You're going to understand what notes are. You're finally going to be like, oh, I get music. Oh, I get chords. It's Ten seconds gonna, left. It's just going to teach you so much. <laughs> and also, <laughs> at some point, if you get really good, you'll be able to whip out that skill at a party. Huh. And that's Thank time. You. <laughs> so now we get to discuss. Yeah. Are and we, Keith just has to sit there. Uh -huh. And we can call on him if needed. If needed. Okay. Are we buying... Uh, Learning an instrument. He had Sounds one like this motherfucker's trying to give me homework. Yeah, here's the thing. It's a lot of practice. That yeah. Yeah, it's, you know. I mean, I'm on board in theory, but when I think about me actually going to a music store, picking uh -huh. out an instrument, getting a beginner book, and then flailing around. Uh, and he's trying to sell it by saying, I, you get to do math? <laughs> Well, that That's part supposed to get me excited? That part does get me excited. <laughs> yeah. Uh, music theory and math have many many intricate parallels mm. which are fascinating um that it. said yeah. the the beginning of learning an instrument doesn't sound great for yeah. anyone involved mm -hmm. yourself especially i played instruments oh i mean sure me too that's yeah. why i'm speaking from no, experience no I, I i did not picked up and quit guitar several times i still know a couple songs mm -hmm. i i gave up on trumpet as soon as i could in right. school um fucked around with a little percussion Oh, you I thought drums? you were going to say a piccolo. A piccolo, oh, no, no, no. A I never percussion, that's those. cool. Little ba -ba -da -ba. Yeah. I played violin for like nine years, but again, Suzuki, you're doing the songs that are boring. You don't get to mm. do the real cool stuff till later. And then I learned piano, <laughs> but it was just so I could play songs from Grey's Anatomy. Wow. How the fray? How to save a life? Where did I go wrong? But yeah, I knew how to play Ugh. that on piano. So that was pretty cool. 
But a piano's a huge instrument. It's a big mm-hmm. one. It's like a set piece. Here's the things that I have problem with. I don't like doing homework. <laughs> uh, I don't think anyone likes that person at a party. Uh, no, ever, never. Uh, and I love music. Well, unless it's like organized. If someone is like, mm-hmm. I oh, I'm freaking out. My wedding's on Thursday, but my bassoonist canceled. Oh. Can you help me? You just like crush it. Just. And I guess Being that person <laughs> good graces forever with mediocre bassoon play. <laughs> yeah. And then you could just be at a party and you're like, the moment I wake up. And then everyone's singing along and right. you're like, wow. But that was Here's the thing, though. It's something that <laughs> if you work at it over time, it's it's probably pretty rewarding to get better at. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I love that for Keith. Do I like it for me? <laughs> I think I'd rather spend my time differently. Yeah. I, but, I feel like the game is making me want to pick apart his argument because he's not allowed to talk. Here's so another I also reason. Like, I, like, normally I'd be like, that's a great idea. What a great hobby. But I'm like, nah. Here's another reason me. why it could be good. It's like we're in a culture where everything's like a quick hit of dopamine. Yeah. Smash that like button. Oh. Swipe for that TikTok to really... <laughs> be fulfilled and satisfied and rewarded by learning an instrument, you're going to have to work at it. And it's going to take time. Keith, which you... is precisely why <laughs> I don't have enough interested. Keith, what do you have to say about the, uh, yeah. the long-term satisfaction of, of earning your joy through hard work? It's the best part. That's enough, Keith. <laughs> <laughs> Life's all about growth, baby. Will you play, will you and Becky sit down and you'll be like, let me play you a song and you'll play a song for Becky? <laughs> no, but I bought her uh, a euphonium and I got myself a trombone and she was the other day, she was like, we should learn to play some duets. That's, and I was like, that's incredible. Wow. <laughs> and she's like, but I can't really read music well. I was like, it's okay, baby. I got Ele- Essential Elements book one. It's for fifth graders. It teaches you how to play every note one at a time, very slowly. It's it's the perfect book to learn. <laughs> I just remembered that my dream last night, which everyone loves hearing about other people's dreams. Mm, we so love it. They're always crazy. They yeah. make dream no sense. Alert. I was moving into a new college dorm, but my room was shitty. Like someone else had a double decker room and I was in like this little shitty room, but in the corner they had like packed all this stuff and there was a, a miniature organ and i had an organ and i was playing organs i whoa, whoa. <laughs> i owned a miniature organ once. <laughs> <I believe laughs> got it at a thrift shop it was an old electric organ that you plugged in the wall it had a fan when you turned it on mm. and it was just like it sounded like an accordion there's no way to change the, the how loud it was it was only <laughs> or silent but it was also like you could just hear the fan all the Ooh. time. But it was a cool little weird thing that I had. It was like two octaves. It was just a fun toy. I know your answer is going to be hell yeah. Ned, are you going to make your kids learn an instrument? Oh, wow. I haven't really thought about this. He's shown interest in the recorder. <laughs> I gave him a recorder one day. He loved it. You know, I think when you say make my kids learn an instrument, I'm a little less interested. But if they, you know, showed like interest, I think I would. I would certainly drive them to music lessons. So I never got to take piano lessons. I think, I, t- I totally understand why parents make their kids do piano lessons. The piano is the Discipline. most challenging thing, mm. but it also, it's because you literally learn everything about music all at once. So right, you're reading two different clefs at once, treble clef and bass clef. You're understanding how to build chords and how to, how to do melodies. It is, all of music theory is in the piano. Mm. Like it is such, if you learn the piano, you can read everything. 
Well, Keith, you had one minute to win it. What say the judges? Miles, are you learning an instrument? No. <laughs> Who's got the time? Ned, are you going to learn an instrument? Like me personally in this moment yeah. as a 33-year-old with two children? No, thank you. That makes sense. Yeah. Zach? That's going to be a no from me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe someday. I yeah. can see myself like... Mm-hmm. Midlife crisis, getting a little electric guitar. <laughs> and like, there's a lot of instruments. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to learn the like the hardest one or the weirdest one, but maybe there's one that you're drawn to. It's like learning a language. I it is. I would be happy to continue talking at parties. How I would love to learn guitar, <laughs> but realistically, mm. I'm okay with never actually putting in the work to learn it. I want to, I've thought about, it'd be fun. I like making music. Made the Miles Nation theme song. Made a couple mm-hmm. other dumb theme songs. Right. So I enjoy making music, but I don't know if I want to learn an instrument. I think I want like somebody who's talented to make me songs and I can like, I don't know, sing over them or steal the instrument. You know, Miles, hmm? the voice <gasps> is an instrument. <gasps> That's right. That's why you also take lessons and you get out of town. Wow! Nothing else. You could take singing lessons. That's that would be fun. I would actually love to take. I've never taken singing lessons. I think it would be very very useful for me. I would love to do that. Mm, Let's do it together. That would be cute. (laughs) Two tall. We'll make a new band called Two Tall tall Boys. boys. (laughs) I took some music lessons, some singing lessons in high school. Really? And uh, my teacher. Uh, said that my facial expressions masked my tonal inadequacies. Oh, <laughs> I boy. That. And I, I was thrilled. I was so honored. It was the biggest compliment in the world. She said I was hilarious. Uh, and it goes a long way, you know? Mm-hmm. Put Adding some character into mm-hmm. your musical theater. Yes. Musicality. Obviously, I wasn't the best singer. She was also trying to say that. But <laughs> yeah. you know, I focus on the bright side. Yeah. <laughs> I heard right. what I liked. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right, let's get 60 seconds on the clock, and I will pitch you my minute to win it. Long division for fun. It's minute to (laughs) win it. Have children. Have kids. Here we go, Ned. That's 60 seconds on the clock, and here we go. Do you want to go into a world of fantasy and adventure? Do you want to connect with your friends, have fun, and discover new things? Do you want to learn rudimentary counting and be uh, surprised at every turn? <laughs> You're losing me. <laughs> Take up Magic the Gathering. Oh, yeah. It has become one of my favorite games as an adult. I slept on it all through middle school. But you have an infinite amount of spells, characters, beautiful artwork. There's... Gameplay that can be surprising with instant spells that will come out of nowhere, and it's surprisingly easy to learn, but impossibly difficult to master. Always, always a surprise mm-hmm. in any new set. And as an adult, you can afford the four dollars to buy a new pack, which is cardboard crack, open <laughs> mystery, mm-hmm. adventure awaits, mm. Magic the Gathering. That's a minute. Mm. What do you say, Keith? Well, you play Magic, so... <laughs> Not only do I play Magic, I played but it. Keith and... has stopped playing Magic. Ah, yeah. Ned, that's I enough! to take it back uh, up. Ned, sorry, sorry, but <clears throat> I was very quiet. You're right, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you were. I didn't say a damn thing. Uh, I used to play Magic the Gathering. I played it all through middle school and high school. It was very, very fun. But if we're talking about something that takes up your time, now <laughs> that, because building a deck 
that's mm. good is literally you look like the most boring man alive. <laughs> you have to like look at your cards. You have to start putting a pile of cards you like that work together. Then you have to go through that pile and whittle it down to more cards you like that work together. Then you take that pile and whittle it down to more cards you like that work together. Mm. Then you have to do the math of like, well, how many lands mm, do I need? Yeah. And then you have to build it and then you have to test it. So you have to sort of play mock games with yourself to see if it has the correct pull rates to do I'm what out. you need to do. It <laughs> I'm is, out. I would say to build a good deck takes a week yeah it does because at some point you're playing with people and then you might change that deck but i think it takes too long it at least takes a day to build a deck that you think is going to be worthwhile so then you're just alone yeah for several hours looking at pictures of you know like aaron the great or zaydond uh and you know you're trying to balance how much they cost it's a lot of math you know what i'll say though so will and i pre-pandemic would go to drafts at the local card fun, shops. Yeah. And they were really fun because it's an even playing field. You all open a bunch of packs together and you make a deck like right there. And uh, then you play against like total strangers and they destroy they you. They destroy you. Because that's what they do. That's why it's an even playing field. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's an even <laughs> playing field in that we have the same cards, but they're way better. Yeah. Uh, but I found it really fun. So I enjoyed that element of it, the drafting. Draft draft tournaments are probably the most fun version of Magic the Gathering yes. because it does feel like we all have at least the same opportunity. Mm-hmm. But then the skills certainly divide. For sure. To the I, players. I also, I remember going to a drafts as a kid and I would be like, I don't know. I was probably 10 and I went and there was like a guy who was 35 who destroyed me, like humiliated me, made me upset, <laughs> but called me stupid. Like... <laughs> We were like did a draft oh and he was just like yeah like obviously that's a dumb move and like destroyed me so bad <laughs> at like a local mall and yeah. uh yeah and I think I didn't play that ma- that much magic after that hmm. but it's a fun game I-, I think it's good yeah Zach as someone who's never played it what's your take yeah so one I'm just I'm recovering <laughs> from the pang of disappointment I wanted something new on this pod mm. and I feel like I'm being sold a rerun over here. Mm. I've heard the sale for wow. Magic the Gathering. Wow. So I'm shaking that off. Well, maybe I'm you shaking. shouldn't have given the prize. I like this. This is fun. Uh, hold your tongue. I don't have many passions. You said passions. My children, magic. So I... I love I love games and I love a game that that has some rules that you got to learn like I'm I'm not above watching a 30 minute YouTube video on how to play a game mm-hmm. but Magic to me seems like a game that we can't just all get together in one night and be like, hey, you want to try out this new board game? Like, I can invite you over and we can learn Ticket to Ride. We could learn Settlers mm-hmm. of Catan. We could try it out. Maybe we'll have a great time. We're definitely going to have a great time. Maybe we won't. <laughs> you're definitely going to have a great time. But Magic, as you're describing, like, I can't just be like, hey, Maggie, you want to invite a friend over and try it out? She's going to be like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't have my own pack. Mm. I don't know X, Y, Z. And that, to me, it feels like a barrier of entry that I personally am unlikely to overcome. Yeah, it's a culture. Yeah. It's not just a game. Yeah. And, that's, it, and that also, by the way, mm-hmm. that's very appealing, right? Yeah. I, I see the appeal. Mm-hmm. But I'm not being told or sold why that culture is for me. Mm-hmm. So Ned, you just have like a bunch of buddies that play that. So this is really, it's like your tether to relationships. Yes. 
<laughs> that's lovely okay i'm back on board. male yeah. friendships I'm into it. and i'll say that like the culture for a while i was getting really into like going to hobby shops mm-hmm. and picking up cards and you're like oh look at those D dice like whoa like you're kind of, it's i don't know hobby shops and card shops and game shops are a whole vibe in and of themselves mm-hmm. and that can feel very cool and comforting some guy's got a zelda shirt on yeah and you're like <laughs> sick dude what dude, is up that's cool triforce right yeah, yeah awesome yeah. <laughs> nice. and then you're like maybe i'll buy a freaking i don't know black panther figurine that's in there <laughs> yeah. and you're like do i need that i don't know and then you get home and you're like well if i open the black panther pa- figurine <laughs> yeah. it will lose the value but am i really ever going to resell it if i don't take it out of its packaging then how am i going to fully enjoy mm-hmm. it i guess yeah i'll just keep it in a box and put it away so it doesn't get damaged by the sun mm-hmm. and then in 10 years i'll remember i own this and be sad also, I think one of the reasons <laughs> that Ned really likes Magic the Gathering is Ned has like really good luck with pulls of cards. When we were both pulling at the same time, <laughs> he would pull way better cards than I would ever pull. We would both go to like CVS, <laughs> buy some fucking cards. We'd get back to the office at BuzzFeed. We'd open them and Ned would be pulling gold and I'd be pulling garbage. <laughs> so I was always like, why, Ned, why'd you just pull that $80 card? I pulled nothing. I bought way more bags than you pulled nothing. <laughs> so I, you are very unlucky with pulling. I'm very it. unlucky with pulling. That's so fun. Yeah. What a great character trait. Yeah, you know, it's fun. <laughs> well, judges, <laughs> what do you? What's your verdict, Keith? You're gonna keep playing Magic? Yeah, I'll probably get back into it again. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to get in and out of those kinds of games because they're fun, and I I do like the building of the deck, but it does take too much time, and that's so it's like a will they won't they with me. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, someday we will be shooting something away from our homes for a mm. month <laughs> and we will be in a hotel room and I'll play with you. Woo! <laughs> I want us to do a, a, I love a video Ned, where... Ned silently reacting over here. I want us to do a video yes. where Ned tries to go like into a tournament. Yeah, like, that would be fun. Like we'll ha- train and we'll all train like <laughs> alongside him and we'll all enter the tournament, but it's really we're hoping that Ned makes it all. <laughs> Well, I'll be playing Magic again. I got into it deeply like maybe a year or two ago, and then I stopped playing. But me and Will play sometimes. We played online a little bit. Well, we're moving on. It's minute to win it, bitch. And Zach, you've got something special that you're going to be pitching to the crank. Yeah, I was thinking about this, and I'm like, I want to I come with something new that I believe. Oh, mm. new. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think this will so be a short Can I talk combo. again? Thank God. Yeah, yeah Ned can talk Jesus. again. He's back. Zach Ooh. can't talk again. Uh-oh. That's First gonna time alert. <laughs> <laughs> What's that even going to be? All right, here we know. go. Zach, we got 60 seconds on the clock for you to pitch your druthers. Here we go. One, two, three. Don't watch trending shows, you dingus. Here's the Whoa. thing. Our entire culture is like, what's trending on Netflix? I got, What's number one? I have to watch it. And then every time we come home, we're trying to watch a new show. And Maggie's like, I heard from my uh, nail lady's best friend's sister that this show is worth. And I'm like, okay, cool. Let's watch it. And then it's fucking garbage. You know what I haven't watched? The Wire. You know what we haven't rewatched? The Sopranos. There are incredible... Right now, you have access to every show that has ever been made, mm. ever, in the history of the world, but what are you watching? The thing that one person told you was good, or the thing that an algorithm told you was good. <laughs> have a goddamn backbone. Uh-huh. Watch quality. And here's what you can do. 15 seconds. Wait for the season to end, and then see if people actually fucking liked it, instead of just being like, oh, I heard this new thing was on. No. Watch good stuff that is vetted. Don't waste your time. Have higher standards for yourself. 
And Zach, that's time. Uh, wow, a lot of opinions here. Lots to unpack here. Yeah, it seems like sort of uh, very passionate. Very passionate. Yeah, wow. I have a feeling Maggie wanted to watch Cruel Summer, and Zach <laughs> watched an episode of it and was like, "This is garbage." It's confusing because I said, "Me and Becky said to watch it yesterday." But yeah. I'm interested. I'm interested to watch it because it is so confusing. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's like talking, talking about. Hey! No! No! Hey! No! Hey! Get out of here, cat! Get out of here! Yeah. Get out of here. We all kept our goddamn mouths shut. Uh, yeah. I, I, I agree and I don't agree because you've also been a member of the oh you gotta watch this show that's on right now and then it ended really poorly and now yeah. you're like oh we shouldn't have watched this show and I now is like okay well I was right mm-hmm. that I shouldn't have watched it which then says that Zach's new argument is correct but at the same time fucking. When Stranger Things first aired, right. and when uh, like other shows first air, and you find out and you get in, there is fu- something fun about being on the ride, it's water cooler fun. conversation, yeah, to get something to talk about. Because how often have we been on this podcast here, and one person hasn't watched the show, and we're like, oh, but I want to talk about the show. <laughs> I want to talk about the show. What a vision. Yeah, and I'll say Zach <laughs> likes, um, and Ned taking a page out of your book. Zach likes thinky television. <laughs> And too I much. think it's too, too much. much. Come on, it's man. too much sometimes. I, the, after the day I've had, you, you really think I'm going to want to try and uh, do Shakespeare over here? And I love Shakespeare. Don't get me wrong. I love Shakespeare. But it takes me a good solid yeah. 30, 30, 30 seconds mm-hmm. to understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that you can watch whatever you want, sure. But I, in general, disagree with Zach's point of view. Mm-hmm. The, the whole point of watching TV for me mm-hmm. is to have a, a communal experience to talk about things with your friends. Notice the two shows of quality that he talked about. The Wire and The Sopranos are like things you could then talk about. If you haven't watched The Sopranos, what are you doing? Watch The Sopranos. If you haven't watched The Wire, you got to be able to talk about The Wire with people mm-hmm. at parties. Sure, watch it. Uh, but... It's not so much that it's quality; it's that it's quality and pop culture, and that's mm-hmm. what you're trying to find when you listen to people's recommendations. Mm-hmm. Sure, sometimes they miss the mark. Sure, sometimes you watch all of Emily in Paris and <laughs> <laughs> think to yourself, "What have I done with my life?" But also, kind of enjoyed it. Now yeah. I can talk the talk, walk the walk. That's nice. Um, if Zach had mentioned a show that like is like some like pillar of quality that nobody has seen, nobody cares about. We would all be like, you're a pretentious snob. What do you mean I need to watch this German show that mm-hmm. no one's ever cared about? I don't dark. think that's a ah! <laughs> dark. I don't think that's a good way to to spend your time. I think that you should strive for things that are quality, but also things that help you connect with other people. Water cooler conversation about it's TV yeah. is probably one of my favorite things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like really left out when I, I'm not watching the trending show. That's and true. You know what I'll say? I think that like at the end of a long day, you know, I'm not always looking to watch TV that I'm going to shut up about and watch it. Like yeah. sometimes I want to watch Cool Summer and just like talk with my lovely fiance through it or be like, this is a blast. Wow, this is crazy. 13 Reasons Why. You know, shows <laughs> like that that are dumb and bad and fine. And I like yeah. that element of it. I actually like watching dumb, bad, fine shows, but like yeah. really glued in. Uh, <laughs> you when glue people in. Talk, talk during TV shows, I'm a little bit like, well, I'm, I could just be. Babe, 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 the circle's on. Shut up!
That's enough. Um, but I will say, I think I also people talk about like hype, hype things, and like, oh, this show got overhyped, and you watched it, and like everyone's talking about it. I enjoy that. I think it's kind yeah. of fun. It, it also gives you like, if you're in like you know a Dunkin' Donuts looking for a Charlie Cold foam, and uh, you're like, man, I, do you see that episode of whatever trending show? And it's like you have something to talk about with everybody. I also, like, you're, what a fucking hypocrite. Wandavision. This man like made me forced me to watch I watched the first episode of WandaVision cuz like I don't know one person talked about it mm-hmm. and I got halfway through I was like I don't understand this I don't think it's that funny I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> a terrible it's comedy. I have funny. other things. <laughs> terrible comedy. <laughs> what is it? A comedy? It was it sold a to me as a comedy, like uh, a you know 1950s. Watch The Godfather. Wasn't that funny? <laughs> that, okay, well, WandaVision was sold to me as like a kind of a weird uh-huh. new sitcom or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 right. Uh, and then Zach like forced me to watch. He was like, "You gotta give it until at least episode three. And then I was hooked. And then we talked about it like right. freaking every single week. What you should do. Is hear about a trending show. Yeah. Watch the first episode. If you like it, awesome. You're in. If you don't like it, wait and find out until the season ends if it was good. So here I am, and here's a good situation. This fucking Captain America bullshit that came on on the Disney Plus. First episode, horrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, awful. So slow and boring. Second episode, also boring as shit. But apparently, halfway through the show, it is good. Is that and just then the- Disney Plus's thing with the Marvel <laughs> shows? Yes, and then the last, apparently the last episode, some parts of it are amazing, some parts of it are horrible. Oh. So like I haven't watched it yet, but I plan to only watch it on like a big laundry day. You oh, know? good. So yeah. that I can like find out before. Oh, episode four is the good one. Great. Well, let's put episode two and three on while we're doing shit, and then four. Let's play. Let's pay here's, attention. I will say here's the one nugget of truth that I don't even think Zach meant to say, but Ooh. I think is actually something that people should listen to is to not always let the uh, an algorithm pick a show for yeah. you. Because and it's no, it's not related to your main point, Zach. Because <laughs> don't cheer, snaps, I, baby. I, I I watched it was what it was the one on Netflix. It just kind of got served to me. I thought oh, I would yeah. like it, and I did like it. It was fine. But then looking back on it, I watched the whole season. This thing, I haven't talked to anyone about it. Nobody. Right. It wasn't water cooler Mm-mm. show. You know, like you guys barely even know what I'm talking about. I watched like two episodes. And right. Off. It was good. Um, and I was like, hmm, was that? Should I? I mean. Maybe at my I, time would have been better spent rewatching a classic. Or no, don't. Let's not crossfade here because obviously my time is always better spent playing Magic: The Gathering. <laughs> Hence why I brought it up to try and make friends like you to play with me. Um, but you know, like maybe the algorithm isn't always uh, best to watch. It's true. Sometimes, sometimes it's shoving you straight hot garbage, and you know it. Mm-hmm. You can smell it out sometimes. Mm-hmm. May I? Please. Nope. <laughs> well, uh, well, we have to give our verdict first. Yeah, I will verdict. deny this because I think it's dumb. <laughs> <laughs> because I love watching the new dumb hot bullshit and then talking about it. And people are tweeting about it, and mm-hmm. it's like, what's a funny take I can do? It's like an opportunity to create community. And everyone's yeah. like, you know, trending topic, and it's fun. But, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll continue watching Cruel Summer, even though Zach thinks it's bad. I'll give Zach a half no, half yes, because the takes were a little too strong for me and too mm-hmm. like like definitive. And I think so, like I think there's like oh yeah, well sometimes yes, sometimes no. 
So I, I, I'm sort of middling mm. on this. So it's going to be a tiebreaker from Net. <laughs> uh, strong no for me. <laughs> well, uh, I think, yeah. It, although I did have that one caveat about algorithmic stuff in general, I think the reason that we watch great TV is also so that we can talk about it. Storytelling. Jack? Story sharing. But I think Keith is right. I went with a strong rhetoric because mm. I want to shake people from the, the prison that they're all in. But I I'm not like talking it. about trending. Like, I'm not talking about zeitgeist shows, right? I'm watching The Circle Season 2. Mm. I fucking love it. And you can only talk about that right is now. You can only watch. Yeah, it's a blast. Yeah. I mean, it's the same show, but a little more cutthroat, right? It's fun. But, like, there are certain shows <laughs> that you can only watch in the context of when they're released. WandaVision was really like that. It feels like a rebuttal. So that, to me, is really fun. But what I am more talking about is, is really, like, the recommendation. I, you know what it really is? It's Maggie's Nail Lady, who gives us some garbage Don't recommendations. Don't listen to Maggie's Nail Lady. Down, what did you watch? We Which watched one? fucking Waco. Which was like not even a new show. Oh. It was a yeah, this, an old, <laughs> it was an old show that just got put on Netflix, yeah. and it was bad. And I, we were halfway through, and I'm like, "Who fucking told you about this?" And then I found out. I'm like, "Why are we watching this garbage just because it's new on Netflix?" Well, and she then, probably got to uh, you know share some nice with moments her, with her nail lady. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're going to go, if you're going to start on a new show, because look, a lot of the times they're the zeitgeist shows and everyone's talking about. It, but then sometimes you're like, "Oh, we should start a new show. What's new?" And you go for what's new instead of going for that thing that you know is phenomenal mm. that is sitting there waiting for you just because we all are attracted to what's new and i ain't talking about the zeitgeist i'm talking about just oh there's a new show we should yeah. check it out no i just Watch like what, yeah. when there's a new vetted. sandwich when there's a new sandwich at kfc you're like well let's have the new sandwich but you really should just get the bone-in fried chicken you know mm-hmm. it's the best thing they got uh-huh. but maybe you've never even tried the bone-in fried chicken <laughs> that would be that, that'd that's be a huge, crime i'd be furious that's a crime that. so wait 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 so so you're not talking about the zeitgeist you're just saying if someone gives you a recommendation double check to make sure it's a good one mm-hmm. essentially yeah. I, I mean i, I we all guess agree I, with, that, with that. that i guess that's sure. a good piece of uh but like yeah. your show that i frankly I, mean, I have not heard of cruel summer. <laughs> cruel summer i'm not gonna watch that because i haven't watched killing eve yet right i know killing eve is going to be a better show yeah look i gotta, so I gotta when yeah. maggie comes home and says we should watch this show because or the flight attendant it. that's I, a crazy show yeah see that was a stupid show oh, I, I watched love that it show. it was fun. stupid I loved yeah. it. but there are better shows out there let me tell you this zach uh because it was new okay how long is the pandemic been pandemics just ending too long okay right a year you're not gonna watch killing Eve. <laughs> it's been yeah. too long it's yeah, yeah. killing it's, Eve's already been out old news, it's man. at this point if you haven't watched the stuff you can you can write it out keith you're not gonna watch the sopranos yeah it's better to dig in your heels and say <laughs> it's probably bad <laughs> it's, yeah, <laughs> but i'm right. not gonna watch the show because there's like oh but there's this new show we should watch the flight attendant people yeah. are watching it mm-hmm. it wasn't that good well it was fun it was fun it. Actually, Cuoco I enjoyed myself he's actually much. good at acting he was really great. fun yeah, that's dope. Also, I, I'm just going to add on. Everybody, Netflix has a really good amount of great international shows. So if mm-hmm. you are looking for something that you've never seen before with great storytelling, you should just look up top like Korean shows, top like German shows, and just look at some of them. You're going to read some subtitles. It's going to be okay. You're going you're gonna to be smarter for it. Mm-hmm. But there's great shows on Netflix that are just these international titles. Like I, what, what was the one that I watched that I loved that was Korean? Is the... The one we made like Eugene's birthday party yeah, I don't around. Remember the name, mm. but it was with like different puzzles and. Shit. Yeah, it was Alice in Borderlands. Alice in Borderlands. Right. Holy cow! It's <laughs> it's intense. It's wild. It's a great show. 
All right. Well, it's minute to win it, and uh, really the reason that we came up with the segment so Zach could hear about mechanical keyboards from me. Yeah. So let's do it. We're gonna I'm do like, a single minute. I decided here. I'm on board. Okay, here we go. And minute before to Miles win it. even speaks. <laughs> Boom. Mechanical keyboards are a fantastic idea. And here is why. If you're gonna spend if you're gonna spend your entire day at your computer typing on your little typey, don't use a fucking trackpad and your little flat little app laptop keyboard thing. Get a real mouse like an adult and get a mechanical keyboard you can customize. When you touch it, it feels so good. It's like you're groping a boob, but it's a keyboard. <laughs> and what I'll say Wait, what is it though? You gotta define it. Okay, so a mechanical keyboard is a keyboard that doesn't have like um Essentially, when you push down on it, there's pressure and a release. Whereas a membrane keyboard is like you kind of just tap it and it goes down. So there's more give to it. And what's great about it is uh, you're customizing the feel of the keys and how they go down. You're also customizing the keycap so it's something aesthetic and pleasing to touch and feel and it looks good on your desk. It's a blast. I pre-ordered shit last year that doesn't ship until four months from now. No. Because it's such an artisan market that this shit doesn't even come out. You got to pre-order it directly from the artist and it doesn't come out forever. It's very expensive. Expensive and crazy. That's it. That's my time. So, do you guys know about mechanical keyboards? Somewhat. From like gamer stuff. Yeah. They're like. Yeah. I, don't, I just know that they're normally like backlit. Uh-huh. And, and they're and they're and they're not sorry, no. sorry, Mom. Sorry, Miles. Sorry, Miles. Sorry, Miles. Backlit. They go clickety clack. Yeah. If Miles is saying no to backlit, that's like forty percent of the reason I want one. Oh. I, <laughs> all, they have cool colors. Everybody who's got their they got their matching headphones and they're play <laughs> and they're playing the game and they're clickety clacking. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. MLG stuff. Yeah. Right? Originally, I was I was out on mechanical keyboards because I'm like, I don't want to replace my A key with like a Batman symbol, and then I'm like, because like people like replace the symbols, and it's like an Whoa! alien. If we're not understanding, that's on your minute, bro. Ah! Um, but then you didn't take the time to explain it well enough. This weekend, uh, we we went to Maggie's mom's house. We find like you know she's vaccinated. We got to go see her for the first time. So exciting. And Maggie's sister has two mechanical keyboards. <gasps> wow. And so I was like, holy shit. And you know, I re here's really what it is. I've been, I just moved, so I'm reorganizing my office. And my office has just, my home office has been a place that doesn't inspire me, doesn't make me happy. And I'm mm. spending so much time on my computer. And I'm like, if I could have that fun clickety clack, if I could look at my keyboard and it's got that dope backlight, Miles. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I want my my digital space to be a happy space. Mm. I want I want to invest into it. I want I want that to to make me happy to the touch. Mm. So that's why I'm I'm I'm, I'm interested. Mm. I want to know more. I clearly don't understand what mechanical <laughs> keyboards are because of the way Miles is reacting. So I'm just gonna quickly <laughs> Google mechanical. Does it feel like a typewriter with a spring behind it? it? You know what it is? I think it's closer to the keyboards that we had growing up, like the mm -hmm. Dell keyboards, like uh, click, click, yeah, click, click. Yeah. But you know how those? Why like, would you want to go back to that? A lot of these are backlit, my. <laughs> <laughs> the first, the first one is backlit. The third one is backlit. Fifth one is backlit. Sixth <laughs> one is backlit. Seventh, eighth. Why are you so against back? Okay, no. Should, should we ask him why he's? This no, one looks cool. Look at that, all that yellow. That's yeah. cool. So you can like really customize it, it to that. whatever you want. Yeah, I mean that sounds neat. You can get it more ergonomic. They have the the split keyboards, which seem crazy. That sounds neat too. Um, Backlights sound neat. Sound cool. I don't like the expensive part. No. What about what do we think about this pink one? But I mean, my keyboard gotta, right now it's it's, it's a little <laughs> sticky, so you know I would probably be getting a new one anyways. Because right now I have the um, the wireless keyboard 
that I stole from BuzzFeed. Uh, that <laughs> is like, okay, I could use that one, but that's like not cool. Doesn't make me happy. Doesn't inspire me to touch. Mm. Miles, why are you why are you so anti backlight? Okay, backlight's fine, but I'm saying that like when you think about a keyboard, he's probably looking at a lot of gamer shit okay. that oh, looks wow. like crazy. It's like a Transformer, so, Optimus Prime, right. Optimus mm-hmm. Prime. So big brands make mechanical keyboards, but they're like for gamers, and they're like very specific. So this is an example of like a mechanical keyboard that is like an artisan custom one. So like you can get the keycaps and stuff like that. That one's it's, ugly. This one's ugly. Well, <laughs> Time's up, Miles. That one's ugly. All right. I think that this is just like Miles' $100 coffee mug. Uh, I feel the one like you're excited we're, about. Feel no, like it's we're cool. We're paying exactly for packaging like over here. A if this boring is, ass keyboard. If this is a, a a hobby or a you know a niche thing that you're passionate about, which I guess Miles is. Fine. <laughs> oh, I'm but. not kidding. There are like YouTube. There's a whole YouTube subsection on mm-hmm. this. I bet. I, I, bet. I was looking. People, like, pop it. out their keys and put in different keys. Different yeah. keys. I don't have a page for that. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was researching like office feng shui stuff this weekend, and I got recommended into the mechanical keyboard subworld. I'd rather be collecting planeswalkers. What's going on there? I like that one actually. Mm-hmm. Miles, how much is the mechanical keyboard that you purchased? Okay, so it is. I and uh, look, I am. All in. I'm, I'm all in just on. Just give this. us one number, uh, real quick, just for context. I'm going to mm-hmm. look up how much is a a normal wireless keyboard. There's right? three parts to a mechanical keyboard. Uh, there is the There's case, one, one the number. switches, and the keycaps. My case, which I... And I built my keyboard. So my case was, I think it was 300 bucks, and the keycaps were 120, and the switches were maybe like 70. So it's a really expensive thing. Jesus but Christ, he, What I'll say... Dude, well, Ned, you can get a lot of... Ned, what are you driving, Ned? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all expensive. It's Life all expensive, expensive, but it's like... Right, obviously you don't need it. It's like a luxury Right. thing you know what I mean so I like it because it's like a very specific also I spent all my day my computer my computer there's <laughs> an interesting computer. combo there of like wh- <laughs> what we decide is worth money and right. what isn't right. right like if I'm Your like bed. if I told you like, hey I got yeah I was about to bring up bed. if I was like hey I got a, a $60,000 car people be like are you out of your fucking mind whoa that's crazy <laughs> But if, I got a $2,000 trombone. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> but if but if you got a $2,000 bed, people would be like, whoa, Mr. Big Spender right. over there. Right. But right, like, right. you spend way more time in your bed. Wait, a $2,000 bed? A lot of people, that's a really expensive for a lot of that's people. Expensive. That's true. That's pretty, pretty mid-range. I know. Well, yeah. beds, as far as beds, beds go. can go big. Beds can go big, Oh, I've been big, shopping. Dude. Bro, I've been shopping. That's like a little bit above average. I would say like, if you get a $700 bed, you are you are doing great. Wow, that's like that's yeah. that's that's value bed. Mm-hmm. But one to two is like fair Normal. standard. Yeah, right. No, uh, for sure. Beds are expensive. Beds there are, are people expensive. out here listening. The beds and you are don't, you aren't even conscious when you're enjoying. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I'll say the main thing reason I like about it is it's like it's got the hobby factor where I can like oh this is cute oh it's all custom oh what if I look at this it's got like a uh, it takes up space in my mind so I can enjoy perusing parts and perusing cute little things. Right. You, it's just your customized. I think it's I've spent like five hundred dollars on magic cards. I know though. it's expensive. Over oh, like you four have. years. Yeah. No, it's definitely a, pr- a pricey hobby for sure is this gonna last you forever yeah no i'll have this forever it will not break down do you Mm -mm. want to (gasps) 
Make me yes a mechanical keyboard. Fuck yes, so hard. You would enjoy that. Wait, really? Yes. You'll make me his. one too. I can make you a custom mechanical keyboard. I can tell you what to buy. It would be a whole. Well, fucking I don't want to buy it myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, will you pay for it? Will it work with this? No, I'll pay for it, 100%. but I want you yeah, to do yeah. all the hard work. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Miles, yeah. and then if it doesn't work, I'm gonna just give it back. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, Miles, <gasps> you are sanctioned. Oh fuck yeah, dude! And by the way, you can. Uh, I spent a ton of mine. I can. I can make you one for like hundred and fifty bucks. It would be really cool. How backlit? Well, I want the $500 one. Thank you very much. If yeah, I'm well, going to go for nice it, I want to go for nice it. One. If people are interested in the hobby, I will say Teja types. He's like a huge, he's awesome. And he loves to try guys, by the way. Teja does like, he builds mechanical keyboards for YouTubers and big influencers and stuff. He's oh, awesome. Oh shit, well why the fuck? I want him I to know, I one. would be bad at it. He should make you one. He should mm. customize all the keyboards in our office. <laughs> Holy it? shit, it'd be Teha, so expensive. If you're oh, wow. listening, I want a cool keyboard because I, look, I really, I'm trying to set this office on the right foot because mm -hmm. the office yeah. in my, the home office in my old place never was a happy place. Yeah. It had a box corner. My desk was a mess. The feng shui was off. Even no after the entire Tri DIY episode, well, making I, it over, it quickly so I moved. Oh. First of all, yes. Oh, yeah, that, it, moved, yeah. Even after that, unfortunately, it fell apart. Dang. Uh, but yeah, then I moved upstairs, and so like I kind of mm. ported it over, but it just there weren't good systems in place. Mm. Yeah. I, yeah. I uh, the the room that's supposed to be the office in our house is just the box room. It's just where like if boxes come in because Becky gets a lot of cool things in the mail because she's a better influencer than me. Mm -hmm. She gets she gets all sorts of beauty products and there's just there. a mountain of cardboard in there. There's nothing I can do to stop it. I go I open the door I'm like Jesus, where all these boxes come from? Oh my god! <laughs> and they're all from like various makeup companies. I recently mm -hmm. did a cute upgrade to my home office. I have a little like desk corner. It's kind of like a Carol almost. Mm -hmm. It's a closet that we turned into a desk, mm -hmm. but it actually Her name feels is Carol. Carol, it's like a you know a library thing. I'm gonna get myself a nice whiteboard, and I'm gonna get a whiteboard calendar. Mm. Ooh, and then you know, I'm gonna get yeah. some photos that inspire me. That's nice. Mm. You know, in our new office, we have a a black whiteboard. I love yeah. that. It's so, it's hot. so sexy. Sleek. So Maybe I'll get sexy. one of those too. Black white. Well, we're gonna talk all about the new office. We got a little design sneak preview on the after pod today. Check it out at Patreon.com/slash/TryGuys. But now. It's time for our final segment, where the youngest and least experienced of us, except when it comes to mechanical keyboards, yeah. will give us some advice. This is advice that'll go for Miles. Miles me, Teja. With Miles Bonsignore. Miles. It's advice that'll go for Miles. Cutting it short, buy a whole chicken. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. I'm, in, I'm on board. Let's talk about it. Buy a whole chicken and take it apart into pieces. Into pieces. Yes. Yes. So shocking. I did that. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Everyone's expecting, oh, it's going to be relaxed. And I'd already left to go to the bathroom. But buy a whole chicken and cut it up into pieces. I did this the other day. I saw a TikTok where somebody did a yakitori uh, like breakdown of a whole chicken. I was like, uh -huh. I could do that. That's cool. It's like way cheaper. You can save like $15. Yeah. It's way cheaper. By just getting an owning a knife mm -hmm. and knowing where the parts chop apart. Exactly. And it was really fun. It made me feel like I had more ownership over like the meat that I was doing. I was like, oh, I really understand how this like works. It definitely is like, like uh, my, my roommate is like, I like meat, but I don't like to like, you know, I don't like icky. You know, it's definitely not for that type of person. Yeah, chicken is icky. It's icky. It's for sure icky. Yeah, but, the skin, um, Jesus. It's, it's gross. Looking. It's really crazy. But um, it I was, was banking fun. on the theme song to give me time to pee. I, know. I think this is great advice, Miles. Yeah, chicken, buy chicken. And I appreciate the directness. Whole, <laughs> chick whole chickens are trending right now. Spatchcocking <laughs> is having its moment. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Really? What is yeah. that word? Spatchcocking. Spatch 
If you've never done it, it's it's surprisingly easy. It's you not just, dirty. I think I've done just, that in my bedroom. <laughs> no, 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 guys, no, you haven't. Guys, I hope not. You we just, have to bleep spatchcocking? No. No. <laughs> no. Just the first, oh, bleep spat. To spatch you, you get a whole chicken, a chicken, and then you'd use butcher shears, and you cut a, like cut the spine out, and then you lay the chicken flat, and you cook it like flat, and it cooks a lot more even. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. It's great. If you've ever been to El Pollo Loco, and you've looked at the mm-hmm. chickens laid out on their grill... They're normally halved, right? They're halved chickens. Spatchcocking is making a half chicken, but keeping them together. You're almost like, like it's like a, it becomes a butterfly. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It like the, the legs are. It's beautiful. I think everyone should learn how to break down the animals that they eat, uh, especially mm-hmm. chickens, because when you know how to break down a chicken when it's raw, you know how to cut apart a turkey mm-hmm. when it's whole. Because it, the bone, you just knowing where the bone hinges yeah. Thanksgiving are. Thanksgiving All Star. Yeah, <gasps> you get to be like mm-hmm. a like a champion when you know like if I because you hand me a chicken and be like tell me what piece you want I can isolate that piece and cut it out for you perfectly mm-hmm. and then you can get you can have a thought you can have a leg and then you just have to know where the joints are <laughs> you just hack it right in the middle of that joint comes yeah. right off. Mm-hmm. I think it is generally good advice for people who eat meat yes. to stop being so disassociated yeah, from the sure. food that they eat. Uh, so if you're eating meat. Fucking know what you're doing yeah. and respect the animal that you're eating and use all the meat or else you're being wasteful. Plus, and that's no good. When mm-hmm. you buy a whole chicken, you got that whole chicken carcass. You can make broth. Yeah, that's you right. Yes, you can. You can make a broth. Make a nice broth. You can get mm-hmm. you can get so much more longitude out of your mm-hmm. food if you really think about like even when you're grilling if you just made grilled chicken and you like mm-hmm. were to take the bones and if it was your family and it's like all your own germs that you already have, you can just take all the bones oh, and yeah. just make chicken stock out of that. Like, for sure, they don't have to. Doesn't have to be a whole carcass. It can be like a couple bones, and it'll give you some amount of flavor. It's awesome. Yeah, Keith is good. real good at keeping all of the the Vest- discard from the vegetables, vegetables that you don't eat, shit, like the yeah. bottom of asparagus mm-hmm. and the stock of the broccoli, the skin of the onions. Ooh. That's the most important one. No actually. kidding, that yeah. gives you the most flavor. Yeah. And, and oh, you no make way. vegetable stock out of it. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. In fact, if you only have onion skin, you'll you'll get a delicious stock. Out of basically just onions. That's odd. What are you doing with the stock? Are you making like soup? Like so the best things to keep would be onion skin, carrot shards, mm-hmm. uh, celery tops, mm-hmm. cucumber butts. Things that are like are those like things that are already in like a chicken soup. Right. Right. Yeah, but yeah. if you have bell, bell, bell pepper stems, other things, those will also be good. Yeah. Too much broccoli tastes horrific. Yeah. Don't I'm just a, make a broccoli stock. It's not good. Yeah. It's crazy. But mostly you just keep your bra butts. You put it in a Ziploc bag. Put it in the freezer. Uh huh. When it's full, you take it out, you pour it all into water, you fill the, the pot to the top, you wait till the pot gets about half full, you drain out all the vegetables, now you have a vegetable stock. That's awesome. Well, you don't even heat it. No, yeah, you heat it. You boil it. <laughs> you boil it. I don't know what you thought happened to make it go in half volume, wow. but I assume people understood it was cooking. No, wow. That's you, just you put you just pour boil water it. over it and you got stock. Kind yeah. of. You boil it and then you strain it mm. and then you have veggie stock. Mm. And it, and if you could freeze it again and have it for soups later, I normally always just make a soup with that stock. So I make like yeah. a pozole or something. You can also also throw in your bones in that stock and make it a a very very rich stock, a chicken and veggie stock, which is lamb stew. Lightly, yeah, it's just a good hack. You're yeah. throwing it away anyway. Why not throw it into a different bag? Freeze it, boil mm. it, drink it. And if you like that tip, then rate us five stars <laughs> on iTunes and subscribe to the show. It helps other people discover recipe. the show. And, and you also know what? check out You're... the new merch at tryguys.com. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what are you doing always listening to the newest episode of the Tripod, you sheeple? We got old episodes that oh, are yeah. big. Find the ones that are the best. Listen to those. That's my mm-hmm. advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ask people on Twitter. They know. <laughs>
I wonder, is that a thing? Like, are they like, oh, episode 34, I've that one slaps. I've people that go back and listen to specific episodes. Yeah, yes. I do that. Yeah. With other podcasts. With, with ours. ours. No, no, with ours. <laughs> no. I already listened to it twice, live and editing it. <sighs> we got guilty pleasures. We got baby steps. And we have... You can sit with us. You can sit with um, us. <clears throat> I wanted to give a shout out to another show, but it's too late. But it's the end of the episode. So if you're still listening, that means you care. I was recently on a show called Depression Mode with John Moe. It's a really great show uh, about mental health. Right now, it's May is Mental Health Awareness Month. So uh, check in with your friends. But it's an episode about my mental health journey. And the coolest part about it is that I talked to him about my love for this Ira Glass quote. And so Ira Glass, the host of This American Life on NPR. And so he, This American Lifed me, and he interviewed Ira Glass about me. (gasps) What? (laughs) About my love. Well, about this quote and about my love of this quote, the Mm -hmm. gap. Anyone who's heard me at any talk, I've Mm -hmm. talked about my love for this quote. So he, like, I talked about this thing and how it changed my life. Then he talked to Ira Mm -hmm. Glass about the phenomenon of this quote and then, like, asked him about me. It's pretty crazy and very fun uh and produced my favorite quote of the year which is uh what does that mean the try guys (laughs) (laughs) from ira glass Glass. who has no idea who we are love it Try guys. What now, is that? What, is this, what does this mean? The try guys. <laughs> He's uh, awesome. They try things. Super fun. So depression. It's a great show. I highly recommend. Nice. Cool. Keith. Here's with the official tripod theme song. What an instrument. The tripod. <laughs> Until next time, stay beautiful.